Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Party time! Excellent! being back look who finally decided to show up hi this guy <laughs> forgot he, he he was like auditioning like prospecting yep. and like decided he he wanted to take a day off i mean i like i like napping so he slept through the alarm yep it was uh kind of dumb of me but i'm back now he's back the man behind the mask what you, you're you're not jim you carrey no no uh, <laughs> And you're song, not sir. you're not Sean. Wait, was it? No, that was Powder. Who who <laughs> was Mask in Mask? Uh, IMBD that. Look at that up. Okay. Prospect. Do something. I'm Do working. some work. Uh, I have to say, it has been one hell of a gruelish week. I literally have holes in the bottom of my feet because I stepped on nails. You should look where you're going then. Uh, I was, and uh, the nails still went through my work boot. Yes. Oh, oh, uh, and we got to do this. Uh, you weren't here, I don't think. Yeah, last week you weren't here, so you don't know. But we did talk about this. Long. This is going to be a new segment of the show. Ooh, what is it? Shout out to Alan. What's up, bro? How's Mexico in that $200,000? He quit. He is gone. He has the money. What? No way. Dude, okay, so he went on vacation conveniently. Right? Did I tell you yeah. about that part? Uh, no. No. Okay. So the week after, so we're gonna recap this story again. Okay. So the week after, like, so on a Wednesday, well, we were accused of stealing two hundred thousand dollars out of a bathroom that we demolished, like out of the bathroom wall. Okay. Uh-huh. You, for those of you who know the show, you remember that part. Uh, so that was on Wednesday. Come Monday. He conveniently is on a week's vacation. <laughs> okay. Well, that week ends come the next Monday. Not there. Tuesday. Not there. Wednesday morning. His van is there. And he has shoes, his personal tools, and other personal belongings in the van. But he no longer works for the company. What? <laughs> um okay that's he's enjoying margaritas yeah. on a beach in freaking mexico yeah he is definitely oh um, and then it was found out that he has land down there <laughs> and he wanted to build an apartment or a hotel or something down there and make money off the land uh so money laundering's a thing apparently so, uh, $200,000 <laughs> Jesus converts into pesos like four times, right? Oh yeah. Like, so yeah, it's like it's 400, huge. it's like half a mil. Yeah. It's uh it's a lot of money. Yeah. In Mexico. Yeah. So that, that fool gone. 
<laughs> he gone. He ain't never coming he back. He ain't looking back. Nope. He he crossed that border and and he he he's sipping margaritas on a beach. Man, can can we just leave? Yeah, we can we can uh, go I'm, some margaritas. I'm, I'm like, "Hey, bro, uh you better ho- like hook me up." Okay, so <laughs> you better hook me up for making me vouch for you. Like I said, dude, I don't think he took the money. I didn't I never saw him take the money. And then we find out you took the freaking money and you didn't even offer me like five grand. That's all I want, bro. Just took me a five grand. Get me out of debt. Pay off my <laughs> credit cards. I'll be happy. But no. But no. I'm going to keep $200,000 from myself. But no. We now, now, I do got to be careful because allegedly, this is all allegedly because there's still no proof. <laughs> okay? No proof. Now, allegedly also... We all think as a crew, everyone underneath, that our manager and branch manager got a little piece of the pie to cover oh. for him and give him that week of vacation. That that would make sense, yeah. Like, hey, here's ten grand, twenty grand, or thirty grand. Let me leave. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that I just found out that our our boss freaking bought a second house and is buying a nineteen thousand dollar car for his son. What car? So I'm pretty sure uh, some pickup. I don't know. Jesus, like a Toyota Christ. thing. That's insane. So, so I mean, I'm pretty sure he got some of that money. Oh, he definitely had to have, yeah. And then the fact that you know he wasn't scheduled for a vacation until that next day, that Thursday, right after all that crap happened. <laughs> wow, that's, that's oh, crazy. it was planned out for so long. He was going on vacation. It wasn't on his work board. Yeah. Um. So that's well. cool. <laughs> yeah, he, he in Mexico living up the life while I'm here doing this freaking stupid radio show for for Sacramento. And breaking walls and breaking my back and stepping on nails. I was going to say uh, getting holes in your feet. That's that's always it's like next I'm going to get holes in my hands and I'll just be like, call me Jesus. You can get workers come for that, right? Holes in the hands, you can't work anymore. Well, I'll try. I hope. <laughs> but no, I mean it's it's just crazy. Like seriously, this fool is in Mexico, and and gone, just just gone, gone forever, gone. never coming oh, back. And and the funny thing is, is you know what the the reason that the managers are saying that the reason he quit is, is because the the family that the money got stolen from. Like we said, uh, to their two two gangbangers that are on probation for gang-related violence mm-hmm. uh, were following him around and constantly following him. Believable. Which, is, yeah, because he, yeah. Y- you have their damn money. Yeah, they know. And it's like, oh, well, <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to work here. Because because of the van and they can, you know, follow the van easier. So I'm going to quit here, bro. You are an illegal Mexican. Okay. You don't even have a California driver's license or ID. You use a Mexican ID. That's what he gave to the cops. Wow. Okay. We know you need your job (laughs) until you pocket that $200,000. Yeah. Until you find the 200K and you just go back to Mexico. Yeah. Huh. Or what uh, some what Jimmy was telling me is that they kept telling him that it was two hundred and fifty. 
So guaranteed that 50 got split up between the two managers and then he um, took the 200k himself or he yep. took 150 for himself. Either way, that's a crap load of pesos. Yeah, it's uh it's too much money actually, legitimately. So, <laughs> and that will go a long way to build an apartment complex or hotel in Mexico. Oh yeah. Where he can make money off of his own land. Yeah, you can get the first floor done probably and then just build up from there after you make money from renting out so anyways, I need $200,000 now. I told you, you're <laughs> looking for a job. It's a great job. You find money, you keep it. <laughs> and then you just leave. No one will ever and know. Then, yeah, you know, I mean, worst case scenario, you got to offer up a little to the managers and be like, hey, cover for me. Yeah, just co just cover me here and uh, I'll keep paying you later. That's what you have to say. But you don't pay them later. You just no, pay you them just a little disappear. bit up front and then you disappear. Yep, yep you're gone. What? I almost said something real bad. Oh, did you almost swear? Yes. Did you almost get a Hadouken? Yes, almost. I still haven't had one of those. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about that. Anyways, so yeah, later tonight we're going to have Rhoda Ramon coming in. Uh, very funny lady uh, from There Goes the Neighborhood Comedy Tour performing at the Cobbs Comedy Club uh, June... First, next, next, next Friday. Uh, yes, I don't know why that slipped my mind for a second. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's coming up. There goes a the comedy tour, some friends of the show. Uh, we got Sinister Creature Con coming, to, coming up. We got June 16th and 17th at the Scottish Rite Center. Um, now, this is a horror convention where there's going to be plenty of uh, body painters and special effects from Face Off. There's going to be Linda Blair from The Exorcist, uh, Paul Sorvino from Repo the Genetic Opera, and The Goodfellows. Uh, then we're also going to have Michael Berryman, who is from The Devil's Rejects, Ooh. and C. Thomas Howe from The Outsiders and The Hitcher, and E.T., and a bunch more celebrities. So make sure <laughs> to check out Sinister Creature Con coming up. Also, we have the second annual Tour Game Pop Culture Expo, Saturday, June 9th. And that's going to be from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Carmichael Elks Lodge. Now, you can meet Miss Yvonne Lynn Stewart from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Who? Pee Wee's Playhouse? Have you never seen Pee Wee Herman? Is that that one really skinny ah! guy? Jumbie! Maybe I should just go, yeah. What? What's the word of the day? The word of the day. I, I have no idea. I don't either. I didn't pick a word <laughs> of the day yet. The word of the day is the Toy Game Pop Culture Expo. What's the word of the day? To toy Game Pop Culture Expo. Ah! <laughs> you got to scream. That's what no. Pee Wee did. No, that, that seems like Lawrence a lot of work. And then Fishburne. He was Cowboy oh, Bob. Yeah. Or was Lo it Cowboy Bob? I think it was Cowboy Bob. But yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. That's where you got to start. He that's was, awesome. He he he. Yeah, Who he's knew? not going to be there. I wish he was. <laughs> I think in Salt Lake City. I think I saw or Utah. Well, I guess Utah is Salt Lake City. Never mind. I'm an idiot. Uh, they're going to have Pee Wee Herman at their con. I'm like, we need that one. And I then mean, also coming up August 17th and 19th, we have the Power Morphicon, and that's going to be uh, in Anaheim Convention Center, August 17th through the 19th. And that is going to be the mecca for all Power Ranger fans. 
So that's that's coming up. Then uh, there's also a couple events coming up. There is lots of barbecues happening. There there's one barbecue happening in the tenth. Uh, that's that's going to be very very fun, and hopefully we'll see you out there. I know I know we'll be out there. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff coming up here in SAC. There's always something to do. Uh, now, this is going to be the June 10th barbecue is going to be at the Rockland Quarry Park, and that's 400 Rockland Ro- 4,000 Rockland Road, California, 9567. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be prizes you can win out there. And guess what? A Thousand Words Studios is going to be out there, so you can get Woo. face painted or body painted or glitterified like this fool Glitter does. Hair. It looks amazing every time. Yeah, she said she had a new batch of glitter made up. What? Yes. So that means you could walk around and, and beautiful. get glitterified. And be, you mean beautiful? Because that's what I look like with uh, with glitter hair. Um, <laughs> Your definition of, of beautiful is way different than mine. That's all I have to say to that. What's your definition of beautiful then? Um, Not you. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, not untrue. Okay, we rude. also have uh, June third. I mean, it's it's grilling season. It's barbecue season. That's all I gotta say. Uh, it's the twenty eighteen grilling and chilling, and a thousand word studios is also gonna be out there. Man, she she does everything. She's moving in a groove and she's jumping around. And this is all proceeds go to uh, campaign one at a time. This has to do with uh, dogs, I believe, right? Do you I, remember? I have no idea, honestly. Okay, so this is from this is on June third, from nine a.m. to four p.m. Come out and join us for twenty eighteen grilling and chilling amateur barbecue cookoff. Uh, this is a family fun event. They will have DJs, raffles, and a bunch of prizes. Uh, Natalie from A Thousand Words Studios. All proceeds from the event will go to a campaign one at a time, a local nonprofit that provides positive experience for children battling cancer so it's about cancer not at not dogs okay oh. uh life-threatening illnesses grab your pop-ups your chairs and kids and meet us there now it is uh five dollars for parking and then uh you can get a plate of food for 10 bucks a pop that's not bad so but like i said all the money goes to a charity so yeah. campaign one at a time so make sure to check that out all right Oh, I think we did enough for the shout-outs uh, coming up yes. with events. Uh, so, what do you got over there? You got you got some stuff over there you want to talk about? Um, I mean, I, I mean, you, 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 I'm sure you can relate to this guy. I mean, I, this, is, this has been in the, across the news boards all over the internet. Yeah. Did you see the interview with him? No. And, oh, no, you need to watch good? the interview. No. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, as far <laughs> as a, a – like, literally listening to him is like, uh, eh, uh, eh, oh, oh, so it's like oh. listening to me. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> so he gets really confused when she asks, so you don't want, so you do not want to move out of your parents' house. And, he, and he's like, yes, no. He's like, says no. But then he says, yes, I do. I don't want to live with them. And then she's like, do you have a job? And he's like, no. Well, do you plan on getting one? And she's like, well, I have plans, but I can't, it's not going to get done tomorrow. It, it'll, it'll take some time. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> 
if what's you, his name? His name is uh, Justin Donald Greenwood because he's thirty. He's thirty years old, and he still lived lived with his parents. No, he still does live with his parents. Well, no, the court ruled. I'm pretty you sure you didn't see the follow up. Yes, the court. No, yes, the court ruled. But he has six months to appeal. Six months. So for the next six months wow. in the appeal process. He still gets to live at home with his parents. Wouldn't, wouldn't you want to get out of there as quick as possible, though? Wouldn't it be super awkward for the you? The fact that your parents took you to <laughs> court to have you evicted? Yeah. they. The thing is, they were also like, you You don't even have to move out. You just have to get a job. One job. They don't They don't care what it is as long as you get a you job. You can work one work day at, at a toll booth. <laughs> right? But no, he, he refused to get a job. And they. I think I was reading here... They suggested he sell some of his things so that he could pay them back money that he borrowed from them. Like this, it, 30 years. When, when, so apparently 30 years is when parents decide, you know what? No, get the enough hell out is of enough. my house. Yeah. I'm sorry. 18, I'm kicking you out. <laughs> if I have, God forbid that day comes, I have an oopsie. And yes, <laughs> his name will be Jonathan Oopsie Modena. Just letting you know. <laughs> Or, or Connor Oopsie Modena or whatever the name is. It's going yep. to be Oopsie. It has or, to be Oopsie. Or, damn it, why didn't I pull out? <laughs> or, or, or. Surprise? <laughs> the worst kind of surprise. I don't know if it's the, well, I mean, kids are technically an STD, so. <laughs> they are. They're the most expensive kind. They really are. Well. It takes 18 years to get rid of them. No, and, and then you <laughs> still don't even get rid of them. Yeah. And, and, and then the <laughs> treatment for them is, is hurting your wallet all the time. Yep. So. I just. I. You see, what? I feel bad because I'm, I'm 20 and I still live with my dad and I don't pay that much rent at all. I pay like. <laughs> okay. Well you don't have to give enough. the amount. But you. I, you but I pay do you not pay enough. rent? I pay a little bit, yeah. I'm, do you I help mean, with bills? I help as much as I can. I clean the house. I do whatever I can. I do whatever, you know, my dad asks, just so that I don't feel bad for living in his house for damn near free, you know? Yeah, but he's a cop, so, I mean, at yeah, least you feel also, protected and safe. Yeah, I feel I feel safe, but I also feel bad because, you know, I'm taking up space in his, uh, his nice house. Why are you You're taking up me? space in my studio. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who wanted me here. Oh, you can sleep here if you want. If, oh, you, if you ever get kicked out you, and he takes you to court to have <laughs> you, you, you can stay in the Distortion studio here. I'll, just, I'll sleep under the tables. Sleep, yeah, yeah, sleep underneath the mics. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you a padded pat, padding and a blanket. A yep, little bit of padding. Uh, and a pillow. No, no, no. Newspaper. Hey, you got a TV at least. I do. With, with yeah. PlayStation and, and a Xbox. box of uh, content. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Adult films. Adult films, yes. Uh, all right. We got to jump into some music. We'll be back uh, with uh, Rhoda Ramon. And uh, <laughs> we're going to listen to some Letters from the Fire. And you're listening to Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. With all I have to say I don't want to take another breath It's pushing you away I was cold like a tidal wave Crashing in the night for so long So long, so long 
Hey, what's going on, folks? This is C-Core, and I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, because we got to pay some bills. So listen up with your little ear holes, because we got some commercials for you. All right, first up, we got Hellraiser Clothing. Are you rowdy, unruly, and troublesome? Then Hellraiser.com is where you need to shop. Hellraiser.com. H-E-L-L-R-Z-Z-R. Check it out, the latest shirt designs and outerwear with a little innerwear for the ladies. Alright, check out Hellraiser Clothing. Next up, we gotta talk about Aston Microphones. Are you a singer? Are you a radio host? A podcaster? Maybe you just like to sit there and record yourself talking for no reason. Nobody's listening. Is there? Are you? Hello? Anyways, you wanna sound smooth and sexy just like an Aston microphone that's right folks astonmics.com check them out and sound professional alright lastly we gotta talk about blacklight VIP yo you sitting on your couch listening to this stupid show are you tired of just sitting around on a Friday or Saturday night not knowing what to do well then go check out blacklightvip.com that's right sacramento blacklight vip is your number one stop shop to find out what's going on bars dance clubs happy hours and all events in sacramento now let's get back to the show Yes, that is Sharks in Your Mouth with their cover of Eminem's Let It Go. Oh, okay. Yep. SB looked really confused there. I, I was very, very confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, just I like know. saying their name, Sharks yeah. in Your Mouth. That sounds like a good Friday night to me. I actually saw these wine glasses that have a little shark in there. So when you yeah. fill it up with wine, it's like mm-hmm. a bloody ocean and then like the shark swimming in there. Yeah. Oh, Anyways, good. we have a special guest in the studio. Let's <laughs> stop distracting me, SB. I'm sorry. We have Rhoda Ramon. Hello out there. How is it going? It's going great. Happy so, in Sacramento. Yeah. What, what, where are you from? I am from Lodi, California. Lodi, eh? Yes. So that was kind of a long drive for you. Uh, it was about 45 minutes. Sorry we've been having little technical difficulties over here. No, it's, it's, it's been it's one really of those weeks, cool. like I said. So, uh, okay. So you are here to talk about you mm-hmm. and a, an event coming up. Yes. Um, well, June 1st, we are. I'm going to be your humble host at Cobbs in San Francisco for There Goes the Neighborhood. Uh, it starts at 10.30, like I said, it's June 1st, and it's going to be great. It's actually my first time at Cobbs, so I'm very excited about it. And this is an all-star show, so everybody that is a part of the show has won um, the competition for There Goes the Neighborhood. So everyone there is a crowd favorite, so it should be a really fun show. So I have told her, Shana, mm-hmm. well, she was on the show a couple weeks ago, so any loyal listeners out there... Uh, you know who we're talking about, Shana, Silly Shana Square, uh, works for There Goes the Neighborhood uh, Comedy Tour. Uh, this is the one thing about the flyer, because when I read off the names of the flyer, she read off the last name. Right. So we know who you are. Yes. Rhoda Ramon. I'm Rhoda Then Ramon. Jimmy Earl, of course. Uh-huh. And then it looks like Dijon. 
Amy Janesh. Amy Estes. Uh, Ryan. Good case. Uh, Dennis. Goxiola. No, there's two oh, Dennis's. So the, the Goxiol, what How do you say that? I, I think it's. Goxiola? I don't know. I'm probably butchering it. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, he's not here to defend it, so it's good for us. Sorry, okay. Dennis. Uh, so he's the only one that has his full name on here because there's two Dennis's. Mm-hmm. And then there's Austin. I don't know him. And then Paul. And then I know Drew Schaefer. He was on the show Paul before. Conley and Drew Schaefer. So, yes, that, that is the, the lineup that's going to be at the Cobbs Comedy Club in San Francisco. This is June 1st. Yes, 1030. Now, Cobbs is in San Francisco. So, it's going to be a little bit of a drive if you want to go. But it's totally worth it because you'll be hanging out with There Goes the Comedy. There Goes the Neighborhood Comedy Tour. <laughs> and the store donation will be out there. Just saying. Oh, come on. You can't spend a Friday night in the city. It's going to be fun. You have to go. I am going. Okay. So everyone else needs to go, too. Right. So, so make the track. It's not that far. And, and besides, the show doesn't start until uh, later. Yeah, it's so, at 10.30. So it's going to be a late night. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, better drink some energy drinks and, and then get your butt out there. Okay. So Rhoda, what made you get into comedy? Like what, what where, like one day you wake up and it's like, Hey, I think I'm funny. I want to tell jokes. Uh, well, I had always do you want, I'll give you the long answer. I'm going to give you the long answer. Um, I had always been a huge fan of stand up. My dad was a big fan. So we had, and he never censored anything. So we were always watching like living color and stuff when I was growing up and he was a big stand up fan. He still is. He's not dead. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I, it was something that I always wanted to do, but I was really scared to do it. So for the longest time I would have waited, I tried doing stuff like comedy writing sketch writing doing blogs um all that stuff and then and then finally it was just all of those things take a little bit of collaboration and it was really hard to find people that had that same kind of um interest in things and so finally i just bit the bullet and tried stand up and and it was awesome and i loved it i um took a class with john ross he's actually just opened his own um comedy I don't know if it's a club or like a participation space or studio but it's called stab it just opened or it's about to open in Sacramento and so I took a class with him it's called stab it's called stab um I should try to look it up I should know better (laughs) but when I took the class I took it at the comedy spot I mean, when, when when you when you sign up to take the class you you don't get a uh, a free stabbing do you because that (laughs) You know, I wish, because sometimes after a set or two, I want to stab myself. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, if you do it yourself, that's one thing. But, I mean, if you, you sign up to take the class and on graduation day, instead of giving you a diploma, they give you a knife to the gut. I'm going to be like, hey. Yeah, that's. It's comedy. What happened to the hook? Yeah, right? <laughs> Something that didn't hurt. Yeah, it's called Stab Comedy Theater. But when I took it with him, it was actually at the comedy spot. And so they just opened the Stab Theater. Um, a lot of people actually have a lot of different opinions about the class, but for me, it was something that I needed to do because I was way too shy to just go out there and like hit any kind of open mic and I needed, I kind of needed the affirmation from somebody to say like, yeah, you could do this. You have some ability. And so it kind of set me up for that. So 
and I've been doing it since. It's been about three years now. So you were saying you and your dad used to watch a lot of stand-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was who your favorite comedian? Oh, like, God, that's such a hard question. Um, I, I have so many. Of course, I love Chappelle. Um, if I had to pick a favorite favorite, I would probably say Patton Oswalt. Do you know who he is? Yeah. Yeah. I know Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Um, and I he think was I on just, King of Queens and yeah. a bunch of other sh- – like, he was always the sidekick. Yeah. He was always, like, not – he wasn't the main star, but he was always there. Yeah. I he was just, on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., too. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I didn't even know he was on the King of Queens until, like, very recently, actually. But uh, – because I never watched the show, but um, – I think just in terms of the way I love the way that he writes and the way his mind works and he's also a huge cinephile he loves movies and um, just I just I think I love the way that he writes and and constructs a joke and so I tend to gravitate toward his stuff a lot but I also have a lot of other huge you know favorite comedians that I tend to like everything that they do how long have you been doing comedy Um, I've been doing it about three years so in March, it was three years. Oh, so yeah. you just had a anniversary. Yeah, I just had my comedy anniversary. I said, I'm going to love you forever, baby. Right on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it ha- it ha- have you have you thought about going on a, a small tour or are you just staying local? Um, I think, you know, I love comedy very much and, it, and it's been um, so much fun. But I also have a four-year-old and I have a grown-up job and so I I don't have a lot of luxury of free time and so if if I were to head out on the road it would have to be a very uh long thought out <laughs> so you, you have a day job planned. too this isn't your full yes, moneymaker yes I have I have a I have a day job I work at a university you work at a university I do yeah which university? I work at uh, the University of the Pacific in Stockton, California. Uh, the McGeorge campus is here in Sacramento, so you've probably heard of McGeorge, the law school. University of Pacific. No, I think yeah. it's... Delta is also down there, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I actually went to Delta for community college. My, I, I have a friend was, who... When I was your age, when I was just like oh, just yeah, a lass of your age. A small child, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a wee little lass. Yes. Uh, I got a buddy who does the who's a chef out at the Delta. That the program cafeteria. is super legit. I know a, a bunch of people that have come out of that cooking program. That one of them's like a food blogger in San Francisco. Another one's oh, a wow. pastry chef. Um, she, I don't know. That's a really that's, really good program. That's awesome, yeah. that a lot. Another one of my friends just started uh, working in Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas, and he came out of that program too. So that's a really good. It's a really big gig if you like it. So where can people find you? Um, well, on social media? Yes. Okay. Well, um, I mean, right now they can find you in the Distortionation <laughs> studio if yeah, they can get past the killer alligators with lasers. I was going to uh, give everyone lasers. my address. <laughs> um, I am Rhoda D. Ramon on um, Facebook. And on Twitter, I'm at Rhoda underscore Ramon. And I'm on Instagram at um, I always forget if I put the D or not. I'm just Rota Ramon on Instagram as well. So Rota Ramon across the board. You can find me one way or another. So okay, that's where people can find That's you. where they can find. And me. then they can find you at the Cobbs on the first. Oh yes, 
Um, I have Do you have show. any other gigs coming up? Yeah, I actually, um, if you're in the Stockton area, I'll be at Shadow Steakhouse on Saturday at nine o'clock. I've heard that they've been doing comedy out there. How is that? Yeah. Have you been? Have you done that before? Yeah, it's um, it's the headliner, and he's actually um, the one that orchestrates the show. Is um, Saul Trujillo, super funny comedian coming out of the 209. He uh, won the San Jose Improv competition a couple years ago he just put out an album last year called drugstore debbie funk um he's headlining i'm gonna feature uh felicia aliman is the 2017 mama winner i don't know if you guys heard of the mamas this sounds familiar but it's, uh, what do you guys have for sacramento mamas is like the modesto area oh okay, the sammy's yeah. kind of for the okay, music yeah they, like, like they have it for music i don't know if they do comedy in that too but they the, do like a award yeah, thing the mamas is music but they have one they let one bracket in for comedians oh okay and so she's yeah. winner from last year and then andre morton is gonna um open so, so where does your comedy come from um i write a lot of personal stuff so i write about um just my life in general i'm trying lately to write more about like stray observations and just random stuff that, oh, i'm sorry random things that pop up in my mind I gotta keep it. I gotta stop cursing. I actually just wanted to write a joke about how autocorrect ruins my flow when I'm trying to curse somebody out on text message. So I'll just be autocorrect and say duck instead of yeah, duck. Sorry about that. I hate I hate that ducking. <laughs> you ducking hate it. See, I intentionally write duck now just uh just because it corrected me so many times. I it's, uh, you could put it's the, easier to say. You could put the duck emoji. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, just put a duck emoji instead. Go duck emoji yourself. Okay, I, I, get, I get it now. Go duck yourself. Gee. <laughs> well, when you say you just put a picture of a duck. Yeah. People are going to have to say that loud. I, I forget Generation Z, all right? And, and the lower level millennials. Well, let's talk about that. Can we talk about that? Yeah, we got a few more minutes, so. Okay. You were bringing up the fact that, so you do not want to be identified as a millennial or you do want to be identified as a millennial i'd prefer to be a millennial to being generation z being for sure generation z. but the thing is, is everyone classifies generation z's screw-ups with like the snorting yeah. tide pods and all or uh -huh. eating tide pods and snorting condoms and stuff as millennials okay and it's like not all those people that Both are doing it are yeah yeah okay and what are you are you a millennial sadly i was born in 85 <laughs> oh, i mean okay. we got we got the horrible classification we're the I elder mean, statesman of the millennials yes. but yes. you know what the door here's how i try to classify it or here's how i try to justify it i should say um, I actually went to a seminar for my day job, and she was talking about how every uh, generation actually gets a bad rap. So if you look back, um, like around the 70s and 60s, they were always blaming everything on the baby boomers and saying that they were lazy or that they oh, were yeah. so entitled because their parents had seen like World War II. They had come out of the depression. They had, you know, really had to like pull they themselves up. They still were eating Tide Pods. I mean, they, <laughs> they were eating were dropping acid soap. like crazy. Everybody has. Yeah, but like that's an just straight acid. I mean, it'd be it'd be acceptable if he's <laughs> over here, you know, taking a hit of acid or a, a drop of acid or whatever you do with acid. I don't do it. I don't know. Uh, if I yeah, I don't partay. So if anyone could drug lingo could help me out. But like. I mean, that'd be more acceptable. I'd be like, oh, right on, man. Let oh, me know I'm if sure. you see any, like, dragons flying around, bro. But, like, if you're sitting there eating a Tide Pod, I'd be like, 
I hope Darwin wins. Well, I think I'm sure that they had their own hangups about stuff. Everybody has like that aunt or uncle that's a baby boomer that maybe just took a little too many drugs. See, I think the internet's what screwed yeah. it up because the internet, they're, they they would do the drops of acid or whatever in the past. They didn't freaking make a video of it and share it to all their friends. Like yeah. now it's like, oh, I got to Instagram that, got to Snapchat that, got to Twitter that, got to, you yeah. know, my, my, my book that, you know, whatever. My, my it's my it's bedroom. facebook or myspace but they they had or their they had their own version of things face. they had you know cork boards or misconnections people still had a lot of like <laughs> misconnections people still had um you dear know, jane or whatever around, like handheld eight millimeter cameras and pick you know <laughs> um submitted digital, to slun dance you know digital cameras are a new thing but you know cameras aren't a new thing it's just the digital aspect of it is new so they, and then posting it and sharing it everywhere though is well, then they used to make slides, you know, I used to put everything on slides and everyone would have to come over and look at all your slides. I mean, before, I mean, it was before books. it was a Polaroid. Yo, babe, let me get a Polaroid. Yeah. Now it's like freaking just send me a sex, yo. So or just Snapchat me. It'll it'll be gone in 10 seconds. Oh, Until you screenshot it. It's in my mind. <laughs> it's burned in my mind. Yeah, like. I don't know. Every, you know, the, I think every, every generation gets. A bad rap. Some kind of, you know, bad rap. And uh, I don't know. I think millennials are just kind of like the hot thing right now. And I, I think they actually have a lot of don't Don't refer to them, them as that because then they're going to take that and be like, ooh, well, that means we're good. It's like, no, you're still <laughs> dumb. Is it the label that you don't like? Is the label of millennial that you don't like? The name? I think it's just because it lumps me in with him. And I'm like, he's <laughs> freaking. But in some ways you think of it because. I mean, because I came out, we came out when Mario came out. I well, mean, we're kind of one of, the, we're, we're definitely an interesting generation in the sense that we're the bridge between a digital world and a non-digital world. That's why all our parents are like, hey, how do we do this? Right, exactly. <laughs> so we remember, we're the last generation that maybe remembers what things were like a little bit before the internet. Corded phones. Being yelled at by your parents to get off the phone and do your homework. Yes. Wanting your own line, having to unplug the phone so you could get on the internet. Exactly. Anyways. All right. So we got to get out of here. So check out the Cobbs Comedy Theater Club. Cobbs Comedy Club, Friday, June 1st, 1030. Rota Ramon, everybody. Thank you. So thank you for coming out and being a part of the show. Thank you for having me. Hopefully we can get you out again. Of course, yeah. And then uh, what was the next date on the other show? In um, this Saturday, the 26th at the Shadow Steakhouse in Stockton, California. Okay, so later tonight. Yes. All right. So we're going to jump out into some Bless the Fall with Wishful Sinking. And you've been listening to Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. And that was Panic at the Disco. With say amen. Amen. Saturday night. Anyways. Yeah, about that. Amen. So, yeah. It, you know, maybe maybe he, the parents might get lucky and he might get kidnapped. <laughs> I you don't know. That's it, one way to get rid of somebody, is right? It, is it kidnapping if he's an adult? Uh, I think so. Are you? I Probably, yeah. So the uh, so basically, speaking of kidnapping, so you know how we have alligators with lasers, right? Yes. I I do not want you to ever misuse our protective 
services around the Disordination studio. Okay. Okay. So check this out. Kidnapper accused of using alligator to hold man captive. Well. Suspect <laughs> allegedly sent a ransom photo of the victim with a live reptile on his back. Jesus. That's... Authorities in Connecticut recently arrested a man who allegedly used an alligator in a bizarre attempt to extort money from his family of a man accused of being kidnapped. Uh, they got this alligator on me and they're saying that if no money is giving, they're going to have him chewing on me. Like he, first off his, his speech speech is like way horrible. Yeah. You can tell he's from Connecticut. I mean, <laughs> personally, like I, I would say, well, maybe next time you learn how to speak a proper sentence and the alligator won't eat you. But the victim said, in an April 6th uh, phone call to uh, his aunt living in Bridgeport, according to Connecticut Post. The victim identified as a 21-year-old man reportedly told his aunt he'd been kidnapped and the man who abducted him was demanding $800. Eight, 800. 800. Tweaker. Tweaker. Yeah. Not no 200K. Just saying, Alan. <laughs> you got away with it, buddy. Congratulations. No, we, we had talked that we're going to go down to Mexico and try to find his hotel or, or his uh, his apartment complex after mm -hmm. it's built and be like, we demand free rooms or we're going to tell the family <laughs> where you're at. <laughs> I mean, that's a good idea. Uh, when the woman demanded proof of her nephew uh, was that her nephew was un unharmed, the kidnapper allegedly texted her a photo of the nephew hogtied in a bathtub with a three-foot American alligator on his back. Bearing his teeth. That's one of those small alligators. He wouldn't. He would have been fine. Well, what 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 the stupid part was, is that once she received the photo, the police just traced the freaking phone number <laughs> back to where the dude was hiding out. Of course. And that's where they found the suspect and the victim at a hotel in Shelton. Authorities said the victim had burn marks on his face and arm. He was allegedly. Uh, burnt with a lighter, a a lighter. So so as he was hogtied, the dude freaking uh, burnt him with a lighter for God knows why. Uh, let's see, Garcia faced so the dude's name was uh Isaiah Garcia, who was thirty of Garland, Texas, is accused of using an alligator to kidnap and attempted extortion of a twenty-one Connecticut man. Uh, the suspect reportedly armed with a large knife and has been identified as Ice Isaiah Garcia. Uh, the woman in a hotel who identified herself as Garcia's girlfriend has reportedly been questioned but not charged. She probably was like, what the hell are you doing? Hopefully. <laughs> or be like, I don't think that gator's going to, you know, sit quietly. Wouldn't a hotel notice that? Yeah. Hey, uh, are pets yeah. allowed in a hotel? Well, you got a dog? No, a gator? We got a gator? Yeah, they, they'd just be like, what what is going on here, sir? Why do you have a gator and a man tied up? So Garcia faces multiple charges, including kidnapping, attempted larceny by extortion, and unlawful restraint and assault. He pleaded not guilty uh, to the charges on Tuesday. He is being held at Bridgeport uh, Correctional Center on a $345,000 bond. 
think you should have asked for a little bit more than 800 Yeah, probably. Because, <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe you can call up our buddy Alan. He could help you out. Ah, <laughs> uh, Alan, Alan, Alan. Anyways. What else do we got here? Uh, we got that. Uh, didn't you have another oh, story yeah, there over there? Oh, yeah, there was another here. Hold yeah, on. you got another one there. Oh, uh, yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hey, I remember what we're doing here. We're doing a radio we're show, doing a huh, radio folks? show, everybody. We talk We are live on air. Yep. So, the headline of this is just something I like. Uh, airline passenger arrested after allegedly harassing woman and peeing on seat. Alcohol may have been involved. May. Just may. It, just yeah. may have been he involved. He could have been drinking. No guarantee the alcohol was involved, though. So, this is... Oh, he's a Colorado man. Okay. I'm bad at reading. <laughs> he's bad at a lot of things, folks. He's a Lots millennial. Everything. Um, Michael Allen Haig of Boulder was arrested Thursday night after his plane from Frontier Airlines uh, landed in Charleston, South Carolina. He Oh, it's a felony count of... he's. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, long story short, yeah. what, what had happened was... Uh, he was talking to the chick next to him. Yep. He was explaining that he's going to go visit his ex, and yep. he's like really excited to see her. If you know what I mean. I mean, his Richard was standing straight up. Yep. And uh, then he started like touching, touching her. Yeah. And she was, you know, saying, "Stop touching me!" And then, yep. you know, the flight attendants got involved and had him move to the back of the plane. And sit next to this other chick, and they warned her. But you know, to me, I'm like, why don't they make him sit where they have the flight attendant sit away yeah. from everybody, so that way he can't harm or touch or sexually harass somebody else, you know? But that's one of the the cases is that they offered her like a couple flight vouchers and stuff in in lieu of you know this inconvenience or whatever. Well, as he's sitting there, I yeah. think. It's me, as he's sitting there, the uh, the, the chick he was thing, touching uh, tries to get a photo of him, and he starts peeing. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. Well, I know that, and but then, it's funny because she screamed. Yeah. He's blanking peeing. He's peeing. Oh my god! The flight attendant doesn't even acknowledge him at first. Acknowledges me and says, "Ma'am, calm down and stop cursing, please." Is that how all flight attendants sound to you? Uh, yes. That's how they all sound. So yes, because they're from Connecticut. I'm just saying. <laughs> True. I don't know. Uh, but seriously, she sits there and tells her, could you please stop cursing? That's bad. Instead of being <laughs> like, holy crap, he is peeing. <laughs> like, like, that's disgusting. Sir, yeah. put it away. No one wants to see that one incher. Your little salami over there, just put it away. It's leaking all over my plane. <laughs> but no, it's like really is, like so. This dude yeah. is sexually harassing people and, and touching them inappropriately, and, and then you know touching himself, and then you just move him to the back of the plane. Where is? Shouldn't all planes have like an air marshal on there? Like I thought that's what was going on since nine eleven. I thought every a plane. A lot of them do. Uh, apparently some don't Maybe not as Frontier. we can find out. Yeah. All I know is at the, after this point, I will never fly Frontier and I will never fly to uh, South Carolina. No, not that. Uh, what was, uh, crap. What was the, what's the planes that kill dogs? Um, 
I don't know. See, now Hold I'm on, having let a me brain Google. fart. Hold on. The plane that killed the dog. Google is our friend. I want to say Atlantic, but I don't think that's right. I don't that's think it, it was. What? It's not Atlantic. Plane. Anyways, or Southwest. So I'm screwed on pl- flying, so I'm just never going to fly. So anyways. Uh, you United? United, that's right. United killed Oof. the dog. And then they yep. shipped another dog to Japan when it was going to like Tennessee or something. Yep. Anyways. All right, so we got to do some. We got to do some uh, benchmarks here. We got uh, albums out now. Uh, as of earlier yesterday, earlier this morning, um, May twenty fifth, you can check out Churches. Love is dead. Uh, Chad Valley with Imaginary Music. Dear Nora with Skull Example. Like we need to know an example of a skull because we don't all have them. What if What if it's a cat skull? Okay, we don't have one of those unless you have <laughs> a cat. Uh, hopefully it's a live one. Hooba stink <laughs> folks. Yes. Hooba stink is back. I did not know they were still around with push pool, not push and pool, just push pool. Uh, Joe passed with their prime. Uh, Jonathan Davis of corn. Uh, his solo album came out called black labyrinth. And then here's another band that I liked from back in the day. Snow Patrol is back with an album called Wilderness. And then there's uh, a band called Wooden Ships with, uh, I'm guessing that's a V or the number of Roman numeral 5. I'd, as I'd a assume track. 5. I think it's probably going to be 5. Let's just go with yeah. 5 because that I'd, makes more I'd sense. Assume, yeah. And in a world that doesn't make sense, it is a crazy world. And I am not a crook. I, I didn't steal the $200,000. <laughs> I'm still in credit card debt. Thank you, Alan. Anyways, uh, debuting this week, uh, all we have is 40. Debuting at number 49, we have a band called Shim. And okay. the track is called Hallelujah. <laughs> then, let's see here. We got our top five, which we just talked about Jonathan Davis's album out, Black Labyrinth. Uh, Jonathan Davis is still in the number five slot this week with what it is. It is what it is. No, it's just what it is. <laughs> yo, what it is without the yo. Uh, then moving up from number six to number four, kicking three days grace out of the top five, moving from number four down to number six. They just swapped. Uh, we have ghost with rats and we all don't like rats. I Unless do. you want to feed them to a snake. Now, rats are cute and fuzzy. Unless its name is Splinter? No. Okay, well, then I'm getting four turtles, too. I want four turtles. (laughs) And then I want to get the safe turtle paint that you can get and paint them green. (laughs) Or paint them green. Paint Paint them them blue, orange, red, and purple. Alright, so number three this week sticks around at number three spot from last week. We have Godsmack with Bulletproof. Uh, number two this week we have sticking around number two with Shine Down and Devil Devil Devil. <laughs> what? It's, devil. It's devil six six six. Uh, yes, that is Pick the devil's sticks. number. Uh, all right. Then number one this week is still number one from last week. Close to the devil, we have Zombie with Bad Wolves. I feel like zombies are as far as you can get from the devil, actually. Well, because you missed going to hell and you get to walk the earth. Yeah, and you just came right back up. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play Bad Wolves with their track cover, Zombie, 
You're listening to Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. Sacramento. 